I was thinking about how we were going to record this today. You mean like we do every week? Well, no. I was thinking about how we were going to record it, as in in person, not every week. Um, and um, I was fi figuring we might do it on the couch, or we would do it like how we're doing it now, where we're in two chairs looking at each other. Yeah, I mean like we did last time we were in person. Sure. Can I finish my point? Yeah. I'm... <laughs> People are here for both of us, Nikki. I want to talk too. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I was thinking about like, you know, where the mice would be placed in relation to us and how we should best, what's the best way. And I was thinking about Bill Maher. Um, Bill Maher, a famous political uh, comedian man uh, with HBO show Real Time with Bill Maher. Yeah. And um, I, uh, I would notice if I were to watch him, not saying that I would watch him, uh, or would be in support of Bill Maher. But if I were uh, watching him, then I've noticed that on his stage, when he has like people around him, like he has panel guests, and he has probably one to two to his left, one to two on his right, or two to three on his right. And I noticed that when he's engaging with someone, or like talking directly to someone, he doesn't look directly at them. He looks between the camera, um, like that is profiling him and the person because when he's actually pissed and wants to like look at someone's face he will turn his head to their face in between his point um so th that all said andy i'm gonna be looking at you in the eye okay and i'm because because this is i'm not bill maher okay and you're gonna like it okay <laughs> Do you like my new hat? It's okay. Like I got it at Spencer's. Mm, it's less okay now. Okay, well. Not wearing the hat anymore. <laughs> All I seek is your approval, Andy. Well, Spencer's is fine for 12-year-olds, I guess. I, you know, I noticed, I was trying to, I was there because a friend of ours works there. Yes. Do we, are we not allowed, we're allowed to talk about the brand, but not the person, or we're allowed to talk to the person, but well, not the brand? We can, well, listen, Spencer's is not going to sponsor this podcast, whether you like it or not. I'm so I will, I will mention Spencer's by name, uh, by their government. Um... And, uh, well, I was looking at all of, like, their shirts, Andy, and all their shirts and hats and, and um, you know, graphics. And aside from all of the um, pornographic material, uh, I, all of the hentai, um, a lot of, the, sh a lot of the, the designs were very millennial. Um, out of touch? Very out of touch. Well, it doesn't seem out of touch. It just seems like the same stuff that I would imagine my brother kind of cringing at when he was a teenager. And my brother is currently 28. Um, not saying it's bad. I guess I accidentally insulted Spencer's. I'm sorry, Spencer. I didn't mean to do that to you. Um, but, I, I mean, I bought a hat from you. It was a good hat. But I did notice that it was very, like, millennial humor. Um like millennial edgy humor like from the emo days uh and so anyway spencer's if you're if you're hearing this i'll update your brand i'll make it i'll make it nice and freshly zoomered for you did you go to the spencer's in syracuse or no this was the rochester i went to rochester yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I, went, I spent a day in an empty mall. Not a day. I was there for like 10 minutes. Don't ask me why. Listen, and Syracuse has plenty of empty malls. Uh, no. What? Yeah, it does. There's only one mall in Syracuse. There's three. What are the other two? Great Northern and Shopping Town. Those are both not in Syracuse. They are. No. They're in the region, but not in Syracuse. Cl- the, uh, Great Northern's in Clay. Yeah, Clay is in Syracuse. It literally has its own name as a town, Andy. It's a town, but the city of Syracuse, mm-hmm. the greater Syracuse area. God damn it. And then the Shopping Town, which is 100% in Syracuse. I just kicked the mic stand. And it's okay. That's your that's your opinion. Shopping Town is abandoned. I I do recall Shopping Town. Well, I heard I remember the name, but I've never. I liked it. It was very What's small, it? and it had like. Didn't a, you take me there once? No, it's been abandoned for years. Oh, for years. Abandoned. Didn't you take unquote. me to an abandoned? Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. That was Shopping Town. And then there we couldn't get in because the do- the the on the front door of it, it just has signs that says this mall is closed. This says, mall is closed. It says do not come. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of not coming, uh, Raising Sand by Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. Yeah, what about her? No. Alison Krauss, fun fact, is in currently in fourth place oh, for most that. Grammy Awards. Yeah, I noticed. I saw that... Um... She's behind Beyonce, mm-hmm. Quincy, and... Wasn't it George Solis or something? Yeah. George Solti. Jorge Solti? Uh, yeah. She's fourth. Um, she's the second woman, yes. which I found is cool. I, I found, I actually, I saw that um, when I was, you know, looking up the Wikipedia. Um, and I did notice how, uh, like, I didn't know those other, I didn't know Alison Krauss or mm-hmm. the, the first the first guy that, that has the most. Jorge Solti. Yeah, that guy. Um, cause, but which, but what I found interesting about it is that he's a classical music conductor, um, which I think is really funny because, um, if anyone knows anything about the Grammys, it's that, um, not, no, us. not us, that's for sure. Um, it's the classical music is not really like the core aspect of at least like the mainstream, uh, like, uh, understanding of what the Grammys is. Obviously classical music is a big part of like the awards but not really the televised ceremony um so i find it interesting i mean i haven't seen what what years he's won but i can only imagine with as many grammys as he has he's won like three like every two years or whatever yeah. i think allison krauss has 27 from 42 nominations which well is- that's that's what also like really interesting because I've never heard of Alison Krauss. She was also uh, on the Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack, which we'll get to eventually. Eventually. That's Are we saving that one for Accidents Happen Boys? Are we? Are we? I know we're... No, we're doing Saturday Night, Night Fever. Fever. Yeah. We can do that. Um, gosh, we're really booking these things, aren't we? We're trying. I feel like we're running out of material. <laughs> Even though we've not even covered half the list. We're not at half. We're going to do the halfway point during Sinatra Timber. Really? Mm-hmm. 32. A, have we done a third? We've done a third. 21 a third. is a third. Have we done... Okay, yeah, we've done a third. I was going to say, have we done a quarter, but a third is more than a quarter. Yes. <laughs> You're good at math, aren't you? You know what? No, I'm not. Um, no, no one said that that was true. No, and they never will. 
Okay, so... So, Robert Plant, as we all know, is... The lead singer and lyricist of English rock band Led Zeppelin. I was just talking about Led Zeppelin the other day. Yeah, with Zach. After we recorded the podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I was... I was talking about it yesterday, also with Zach. I was I was chatting with him. Oh yeah, you guys got brunch. I got brunch with him. Um, caught up with the guy. Um, hi Zach, so good to see was you. Was Ethan with you guys? Yes, yes. Ah, how are they? Um, yeah, they're good, just chilling. Um, God. not working at anywhere. I'm sweating, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm fine now. I had that water. I'm great. Th- that's not how my body works. Also, I'm th- uh, my bo- my body is like ten percent water. No, it's seven. Well, didn't you make a tweet that was like? Do you ch- look at my tweets now? I check. I see. Or well, does Brian tell you when I? No. Tweet well, actually, Andy, Andy, you're, when I check in in Twitter, audience, I'm not on Twitter, but I I click. I, I go. He on has a Twitter. You yeah. can follow it. Maybe once a day, I'll just see like the first ten tweets. Um, and uh, Andy, you tend to be like out of those first ten tweets, you tend to be three of them. Well, yeah, because because we're friends. Well, yes, but the algorithm knows that I like to like your tweets because if I really, don't, I don't see you ever liking my tweets. Well, see, the algorithm remembers that I used to like your tweets before I went off of Twitter, and so now it's like, hey, in case you missed it, here's uh, that one Twitter account that you used to really like to like. Uh, maybe you could give them more likes, and so here's three options. <laughs> And then I checked it yesterday. One of it was, what did you say? that I resent the 30% of my body that isn't water. Why? Why do you resent that? It's just a joke. What does the joke mean? I want to be entirely water. You really took a drink as you said, what was the joke? It... Wah wah. Um, in any case, um, we were talking about um, Greta Van Fleet and how uh, they kind of just... What is that? They're bad. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, they're just not. They're just bad Led Zeppelin. Well, the thing is, is that um, apparently, like the, they've said that like they've taken no influence from Led Zeppelin. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I find really funny because that's just not the case. Um. Anyway, if you like, if you like Led Zeppelin, if you like Red Event Fleet, you live your damn life. Um. Anyway, Robert Plant, lead singer of Led Zeppelin. Good band. Yes. So I've been told. Um, have you listened to any Led Zeppelin? Not a lot. But like, I they have made Stairway to Heaven, right? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Raising Sand. Yeah, let's talk about it. Is the 2009 winner came out October 23rd, 2007. They really just have that. Period be pushed back more and more. The period? Yeah, where the nomination period. I thought it was to November. This came out in October. But anyway, no, the nomination period isn't no, ends in November. Yeah, but this was came out in two thousand seven and won in two thousand nine. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they they must have changed it then. I anyway, see. so this year uh, it beat out Year of the Gentleman by Ni Yo. <laughs> uh, Viva La Vida or Death and All His Friends by Coldplay. Oh no. The Carter the Third by Lil Wayne. And In Rainbows by Radiohead. I Andy, I'm really sorry. You re- I just I need you to say that little Lil Wayne album one more time. The Carter the Third. Alright, I'll take that. 
But it beat out Radiohead again. I That's, find it very that funny. Is funny. This is the third time Radiohead has lost. Did they? Did they ever win? They, oh, they've never they, won this award. They've never won Album of the Year. They have won Alternative Album for that. Who cares? <laughs> what? That's a big deal. It's a big deal, but like, those are th- for the three albums that they won. Best Alternative Music uh, Album for. Did they win Best Alternative for all three? For th- for the big their big three. I don't know if you call it their big three. I don't give a shit about Radiohead. Uh, Do you not? I like radio. Eh. Well, I, Radiohead's one of those things where it's just like, if you're not already into it, it's been given the label of sad white dude music, and I don't want yeah. that. That's, I don't that's that. fair. It's, I already listened to enough sad white dude stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I do like, you said, it was it In Rainbows? It was In Rainbows, yeah. yeah. I, I liked In Rainbows. I prefer um, Kid A. I think that's a really great record. Kid A, OK Computer, and I'm assuming in Rainbows are the, what you mean they're big three? Yes. But regardless, yeah, beat out those. Well, those are actually pretty big, big deals. Uh, the Carter Three is like a seminal rap album from the 2000s era um, that really defined Lil Wayne in his career. Mm-hmm. And also Coldplay exists. Um, <laughs> and uh, Neo, um, we don't talk about him anymore, but he was like a big name in R&B. Um, do you remember that song uh, with Pitbull talking about Kodaks? Yes. He was in that song. Oh. He he's the um, he is the I believe he's the um, the the like the chorus the hook singer is like in the night uh, for you tonight. Okay. That's him. Huh? Um, so that's uh, so big year then. Big de- it, those are big albums or big um, artists anyway. But so it's a big deal that you know. Whoever these guys are. Well, I mean... <laughs> whoever Robert Plant is, beat these fellas Lead up. singer of Led Zeppelin and the fourth biggest Grammy winner, winner of all time. Schwimmer. Schwimmer. David. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm... Get this one, surprisingly. Okay, so... So before we Andy, argue... Before I, I, we I argue... Really, you know, I, I kid myself every time. I thought we were going to agree today. I really did. I had a great time with this record. We're talking about Raising Sand. God damn it. Uh, the album art is god-awful. It's, yeah, it's not great. I'll, I'll give uh, it that. It's a black and white picture of the two of them. They're on a beach, I think. Yeah, overlooking some large body of water. Maybe it's Lake Ontario. Oh, God, I wish. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's got some, like, funeral font on it. It, it, is, it is a little funeral. It looks like they died. In like a train wreck or something. It's a, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit posthumous looking. I'll say. Uh, that's really all you can say about it. They're dressed well. modestly. Yeah, I mean, I guess you don't have to be at the beach on a hot sunny day, but it definitely feels weird when you're wearing blue jeans at the beach. Blue jeans and a black sweater. And a black sweater, a cardigan. Yeah, thumbs in your pocket. Just not, not a great, not a great picture of them. Yeah. And then not a great picture in general. This is like, I don't know. It's, um, yeah, it could be best. It could be better. Regardless, uh, this being another old white man album, I was not anticipating a whole great deal. It's not a white man album. It's a white man and white lady. Okay, yeah, sure. But this, in my mind, falls into the same as Steely Dan uh, Bob Dylan and U2's past endeavors really? on the show. Bro, what are you saying right now? I'm saying that it's an old white guy far past his prime releasing an album that won album of the year. 
you think it's another like legacy album? I think it's think? oh, this guy probably has done a lot for music. We should probably give him a Grammy this year. Mm. I guess you, I, you, I could see that. But yeah, I disagree. I, well, I guess by your definition, I guess that is more of a statement. But I don't think, I think it has more merit than the previous albums we have jointly disapproved of. I think this album, of all the stuff we've listened to so far, is most similar to uh, Time Out of Mind. I uh, Sure. I, I guess, like, instrumentally, but I think, like, quality-wise, I think it's a lot better. W- would you say it's on par with Time Out of Mind? I would. We had a lot of problems with Time Out of Mind. Well, Time Out of Mind, I think my biggest problems were with mixing and song structure... Now, now, I wouldn't say mixing is the issue on this record. Okay. Uh, I song think structure? Song structure, definitely, and not instrument. I guess it's just song structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into it. Okay. So, first track, uh, Rich Woman. The song did not change the entire time. Yeah. This was not a great way to start the record. I do have songs on this record that I actually really liked. I hope you did. This was not one of them. It, I thought, um, like, it, it did, I did notice that a lot of these songs, especially the slower ones, they lacked a lot of instrumental development. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess maybe I will agree with you in some places in regards to song structure. I did find the intro, like this intro, introductory song to be a bit groovy. So it got me into a bit of a mood just to set the tone. The one thing I'll say that really bothered me was there was just like this weird noise, like this hiss that was coming out of it. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know if that was like, the. It, it felt like it was coming directly from maybe the overheads on the drum set or like the cymbal mics. That was that was just what I was getting from from the monitors, but it, I mean it could have really been. No, I was listening it. on uh, headphones and I heard that too. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know what that was. That that was a weird. That was weird that they kept that in there, or they didn't like catch it or not do a double take. Yeah, I don't know. I, but overall, uh, this so this song and it's not on every other track too. It's I think it's on one other one. It's on a few others. It's on a few others, but it's not on all of them. So I don't know why they put in the first one. Anyway. So anyway, this song does set the tone for the record. It's a duet between Robert and Allison. Uh, they bo- Allison has a very pretty voice. She does. Uh, I think this beautiful voice. She does. Very, very beautiful voice. I think, honestly, if her performance was just... I'd, I'd probably have enjoyed it if it was just an Allison. Really? Record. You didn't like the Robert Plant I vocals? Just, I don't know. They didn't... Was it just because he wasn't like, yeah! A little, but like, yeah. Really? I was I joking. Uh, I don't know. It's just I just liked her performance more. It was okay, more relaxed. That's fair. I think I did too, but uh, I wouldn't call his performance bad. No, I wouldn't say it's bad. I don't know. I just would have preferred he not be there. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Um, all right, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, but yeah, so it's got some guitar, some piano, uh, drum kit. Uh, the drum kit on this record, what did you think, Nikki? Uh, frankly, I didn't have a lot of notes. Really? Because I didn't... I guess I wasn't really focused on that. I um, Was there a lot that you noticed? Uh, one of the later tracks, I thought it was god-awful. But really? I didn't really notice it until then. Hmm. 
Yeah, I didn't. I actually, I don't think I really had any notes for the drums, um, but I did have a lot. I did have some notes for other instrumentation. There's a lot of panning going on in the record. Mm -hmm. um, not like crazy panning, but like subtly. But um, I, I mo focused mostly on the instrumentation, but if, other than the drums, which is part of the instrumentation. <laughs> anyway, yes. 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 Yeah. Okay, track. I didn't really like it that much. Which one? First one. The first one. Are we still on the first one? Yeah, Rich Woman. Yeah. Um, I will say, I didn't really pay much attention to the lyrics no. on this record. This was a, the most of it was just like, I love you. I love you. Well, too. the reason why, not that, the reason why is because it was a, this is a cover record, Andy. Is it? This is a, the, you look on the Wikipedia, all of these songs are not by them. Except one that is written by Robert Plant, which I found interesting. He's covering his own song with someone else. Um, but yeah, it's a variety of, of, um, of songs I can... Let me show you. Some of them are... Um, well, most of the names I really... I'm not familiar with. Gene Clark. Um, these are mostly like folk and like Americana bands. The Everly Brothers, which are kind of... They were called like the... Um, the American Beatles or something. Um, or the Beatles were called the um, uh, British Everly Brothers or something like that. Um, the Beatles are the Beatles. Don't... Th this is what Wikipedia says, Andy. I'm not here to say anything. I'll edit that article as soon as I get home. All right. Do you edit Wikipedia? No. Do you know anyone that edits Wikipedia? No. They're all weirdos. They're not weirdos. They're all... Andy, they provide this to us They're all free. upstanding citizens who I think they probably are. don't leave their house much. I, that's good. For, that's fine for them. Um, also, uh, the song Trampled Rose is by Tom Waits. So, shout out to Tom. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Next track, anyway. Killing the Blues. Killing Clinton. Um, this is a bit more relaxed tracks. I didn't have too much to say about this because it was a bit similar to the first one. Yeah. I Again, this is... I, I noticed... There are many songs on this record that were very slow going. Yeah. This is one of those slow going ones. I will say, in stark comparison to last week, there were a lot more distinct songs on this, though. Despite yes. Some, yeah, so despite oh, some of them being slower. You know, Andy, I would compare this more to the... To Getz Gilberto shit. than to Time Out of Mind? No, I was thinking about um, Dixie. I'm thinking about Chicks. Oh, chicks. I think the Chicks was fine. Well, I like the Chicks, and I like this one, too. But for similar reasons... No, I would disagree. I think the chick... I don't know. I th I just think that the chicks had a bit more to it. But that... I don't know. It could just be the style of music I like. Sure. This this was what? What would you describe it as? Like folk blues? blues? This is like... This is Americana music. Yeah. This is bluegrass. There's some country elements. Folk rock. It's like that lane of... Like, it, it is... To your credit, a similar lane as Bob Dylan. Yeah. But I, I would be remiss to compare those two records together. I disagree. Well, just because I mean Dylan's. Well, just because Dylan's catalog is just. Well, yeah, that's different. it's so weird because Bob Dylan has such an extensive library that that's the one that was like this is the Bob Dylan record. That is a that is a weird thing I would say. I, um, I guess with like what was going on in the two thousands? That was nineties. Was that nineties? That was nineties. What was going on in the nineties? There was a lot going on. We in have like a five year gap where we did like up to 92 and then 93, 94, 95, 96, and 97. We haven't done yet. And then we did 98, 99. I don't know. Something like that. How come Bjork hasn't won a Grammy? We have a whole 
list of people. <laughs> I like Bjork. I don't think Bjork's ever going to win an album of the year. Grammy. I swear to God, Andy. She ever. Regardless. Um, Maybe not past her prime. Third track, Sister Rosetta Goes Before Us. I really like this track. It was primarily Allison doing her vocals. Uh, this was probably one of my favorite. Actually, I really liked this one. This is where I really thought, oh, this is like, actually, I like this because um, uh, Wikipedia described it as a funeral march-esque mm-hmm. track. Um, and I found, I, I understood that because it had a lot of um, just like haunting like arrangements. Well, yeah, this one and the next one, yeah. uh, very ambient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I liked how it felt not hollow, but like sparse in a way that like you're focused more on the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, like I was hearing some, I think like fiddle in the left ear, just kind of going off like in this very mournful melody. Um, the vocals, Krauss's vocals were immaculate. Just really great. On a, on the next one or this one? This one. This okay. one this one and the next one. Well, I mean, this one was primarily Allison. But yeah. Krauss was barely on this one. Um, I I thought, I with all the drumming, it reminded me of Tom Waits' Bone Machine. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, that's... That's the only Tom Waits album I've listened to, so maybe he has better music out there. Um, but it did remind me of that just because of like the eerie percussive elements to it. Um, very, um, very swamp-like, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Like it reminds me of like that place in Avatar. Yeah, yeah. the tree. Yeah, with the tree and the guys there. Um, but yeah, no, it was a really great song, and I did like like the, the next song as well. Yeah, the next song, uh, Polly, come home. Uh, this was more Robert Krauss focused. Yeah. A uh, very ambient track. Uh, this one was pretty good. I liked it a little less than the last one, but. I thought, um, yeah, those dreary atmospheres as they're continuing, uh, I thought were really good. Um, I liked Robert Plant's like weary vocals here. They were very. I, them weary but they're also like yearning too when he's asking for Polly mm-hmm. to come home whoever that is um I was hearing that hiss again though like yeah. that that noise that like I don't get it Andy I don't know why I don't know why they would do that to themselves but here we are yeah um uh, but, but good song it's a yeah it's a good not, song not great but uh, you know I thought the fade out kind of worked here um cause it faded out <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, hmm. I said, you know, I said that I wrote in my notes that this was a very slow and meditative record so far. And then on the next track, I realized I spoke too soon. Yeah, anyone who knows, <laughs> if you've been paying attention, like, this is this is more my style of, like, music that, like, oh, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was a fun uh, fifth track, Gone, 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 Done, Moved On. Uh, this song had a great fucking blues grass style kind of yeah. honky tonk getting going. Yeah, some rockabilly. Yeah, I really like this track. There was like this chugging going on, like this chugging guitar mm-hmm. going on in the in the left channel, um, just kind of like driving the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super cool. I love the harmonies that they provided together, um, though it did make me question. You know, I don't know a lot about. Robert Plant or Led Zeppelin other than Robert Plant was in Led Zeppelin. So I was here's where I was questioning why Robert Plant wanted to do this record. I mean, I when think, he is from Led Zeppelin. I think they're 
friends? Well, I'm sure they're pals, yeah. but they're definitely professional collaborators, which might as well be friends. I would never want to make a record with someone if I wasn't their friend. Well, I mean, you know, like... I don't know. Money's money. Well, but you see that, like... I feel like... I, I feel like if you are making a collaborative record and you're two different artists... Like, for example, like, um, Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett, mm -hmm. they made, they're making two collaborative records, but well, they've made one already, the second one's coming out later this year. Um, their first one that was, I believe, 2014, 2013, Cheek to Cheek, is a jazz record. And Gaga, well known for doing pop music, this was her first, she, but she was, fam she, she was known for kind of liking classical and jazz music. Um, and her performance with Tony Bennett, who is a renowned jazz musician, um... I thought it was really great, but obviously, like, they're not, like, besties, but they are, they have to, like, like each other to some degree. Um, like, Bennett, to make a whole record with each other, mm -hmm. you know, like, if Bennett didn't like Lady Gaga, I feel like they would not have a record together. Because <laughs> Bennett doesn't have anything, Bennett can do what he wants. He's Tony Bennett. Mm -hmm. Man's 95. Fuck. Don't say fuck. It was his birthday, just... I know, 95's old as hell, man. I believe 95. Um... Gosh, I hope he's doing well. Um, there are some people who are like, I've found my success and I'm going to keep doing music forever. Barbara Streisand. Yes. I didn't listen to the new record, but it's on the to-do list you, now. You goddamn um, murderer. You're an absolute criminal. Next track. Yep. Uh, through the morning, through the night. I didn't have any notes for this song. I had a few notes for this one because it was just slow again. It was slow. I don't even... I'm pretty sure I died during this track. It was just yeah, so slow. My heart slow, stopped. slow, no development. Um, yeah, similar to the first couple of tracks. I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah. Uh, next song, Please Read the Letter. Uh, this one actually had some very cute little lyrics. Like, hey, tell me when you read the letter. It reminded me of Martin Luther and his 99 theses because he... Put a letter on the door. Do you want me to cut that one out? No! <laughs> I was funny. Uh, uh, so this song is where I noticed how bad the kit sounded. Really? Yeah, it sounded like, uh, not, it sounded just, I don't know, it sounded cheap. I guess. The, not that the drumming what sounded bad. What do you mean bad. cheap? What do you mean Like cheap? the kit just sounded like. Like it was thin? Not Yeah, thin, hmm. kind of like, I don't know, thin and stiff. Stiff? Yeah. Do you think it was like the per the, the percussionist? No, I don't like, think it was the percussionist. I think the percussionist actually, was fine. I think the that sound of the, the drum kit itself just sounded bad. Okay. I think the, the actual, you know, machine, the, the, the machine. kit, the machine, the drum kit sounded not great. I feel like they could have sprung and done a different style. Sure, that's fair. Uh, but I also I think they were using acoustic bass on this, which is an interesting choice uh, because very rare is acoustic bass used acoustic bass is not standing bass okay you i'm not familiar with the acoustic bass they used it on uh the first ajj record that tells me nothing you've listened to that record is that the people who eat people? yeah oh that that was on that record a lot uh it's yeah I it's it's a questionable look, choice i'm gonna look it up real quick just to know It looks like a bass, but, but acoustic. acoustic. 
you're seeing guitars. You're seeing are these bases? Those are four stringed bases. Really? Yeah. These look exactly like guitars. They just are acoustic bases. That's so interesting. Regardless, that was on this track. There were some fiddles on it. Uh, the the song built nicely, but then it like goes back down and starts building again, which I thought was weird. Oh yeah, I uh, I didn't. Yeah, the structure of the song was not great. It was you know it, it it was another slow burner, and I was actually kind of being okay with it because it was starting to progress. Um, and then when when um I think it was Robert Plant who keeps repeating, please read the letter I wrote. Please read the letter I wrote. Please read the letter I wrote. Um, I thought that was kind of pretty cool. Just that I thought it was adding to the development. It started charging up, and then towards the end, it just like abruptly stops. Yeah. And I, I was so confused because I was like, "You're not even gonna give me a resolution. You're not even gonna, Robert. Please, Robert. Please, Robert. Give me a solution, a resolution." <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it was an okay one. I, I would have done things differently. I like the slap delay. Slap delay was good. It was a slap delay, and I, I saw it. Do any of your songs have slap delay? I um, There's slap delay on, I think, every track in Geminitis. Is there? Well, I, I saw this trick once that was like, you're supposed... Not supposed to, but it's a good trick to add depth to your voice. It, um, on top of adding whatever regular delay, like quarter or eighth, to add like a 30-second slap, because if you're if it's just like a solo vocal, like um, just a single one down the middle, no backups, mm -hmm. um, it just adds a bit of depth because you have like a very subtle amount of it panned. Like it's not noticeable; it still feels down the middle, but it just adds a bit of depth. Okay. Um, so I I add, I add a faint amount of it. You probably can't hear it because I'm um boom, bad boom, at boom, 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 boom. I'm bad at mixing. And also, I'm just not bad at mixing. Uh, well, it, no, I'm not. Ba I'm better now. Um, than Geminitis. Well, yeah. Because I've made some things since then. Um, but, I mean, also, I was, you know, I was brushing it for... School. For, for school. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Trampled Rose! This was a good one! I, I think this might be my favorite. Tied uh, with, um, Sister Rosetta. Yes. It was a lot slower. Yes. Uh, but it had a nice little kalimba going on. It, was it a kalimba? I, was it a Or was it... Well, what do you think it was? The, the thing that was, like, in the left ear? Yeah. I don't... I, I thought it was, like, a plucked banjo or a string. Regardless, it sounded great. Whatever they maybe had going on. Maybe it was one of those on. hand things. Yeah. That, that. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. But it was spooky and cool. Yeah. I like that. I like... It added a lot to the track. Allison's vocals were pretty good on it. Yes. This was the Tom Waits cover. Was it? Um, this okay. is the Tom Waits song. So it was a very... I, I think... Um, in terms of a song, I thought it was really great. Uh, good job, Tom Waits. Um, I really enjoyed the, the, the slow drum, like the big, thick drums on the outro. Because um, after all the vocals are done, it was just the drums, and it started to slow down. It felt very... It made the song feel complete. I really yeah. like that about the track. It was very complete to me. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all I have. I mean, yeah, I don't have much to say about the rest of the record. What? Yeah. There's four more, five more tracks, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't got much to well, say. we're talking about each track. Go, go. I'll uh, tell you. Fortune Teller's the next song. I liked Fortune Teller a lot. Um, there was a very tremoloed, whirly Rhodes piano in the right ear. It was, 
a little distracting at first, but it, it, it eventually fixed itself. Um, it was another groovy upbeat track. I found that the, excuse me, I found that there was like a clapping ah section in the middle. There was like, it was like a nice transition because then it was followed by um, Krause's vocals in the distance. Like it, it was more reverberant, which I thought was just good. Just good mixing choices good all mixing. around. Yeah. Thank you. It was a bit long, but I did like it as a bop. Stick With Me Baby, following track was okay. Um, it was another slow duet. It was the shortest song on the record, which I didn't really like. Um, it was gentle and sweet, but I think it could have included like a bridge section or just another yeah, 30 I'm, seconds. This one was only what? like It was like two and a half. Yeah, I was going to say like three minutes. Yeah. It just, I mean, as a, no, like, I mean, that's a regular size song. But yeah, I think but on this record... It felt more of an interlude just because of how long all the other ones are, like, four I mean, yeah, minutes. especially when, like, Polly Come Home and Please Read the Letter are six minutes. Yeah. Um, it could have... Something could have happened to it. I mean, yeah, they could have maybe cut down some of those. They could have just cut out the track. Um, uh, I think my least favorite track is this nothing. one. Nothing. Yeah, I didn't like this one. Yeah. I think it was a smooth transition between the last song and this one. Uh-huh. But... Uh, my problem with it is that it starts off with this distorted electric guitar mm-hmm. that just doesn't fit with the rest of everything we've heard up to this point. Because um, it feels like rock music, you know? And, like, this is not rock music. Like, or this is not, like, rock. ACDC rock music, you know? Um, or, sorry, Led Zeppelin rock music. Um, I, I, yeah, I didn't really like it. Uh, the vocals from Plants are soft and passionate. Um, soft but passionate. Uh, I like th- I did like that. Something that bothered me was the tambourine. Um, really? That's what bothered you? It actually did. Well, there was one specific point in the tambourine, or I think it was towards the end of the track where the tambourine was coming in, and it just felt really upfront to me. Mm-hmm. Really dry, too. Like, just really, like, down the middle, really loud. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a little jarring for me. Maybe I just was... Sen- maybe I'm sensitive to the tambourine, um... You know, uh, maybe I'm I'm giving traumatic memories to high school band, um, but I did not like the tambourine here. Not good. Um, Let your loss be your lesson. Actually, I lied. Uh, Allison did a great job on this track. Her performance yeah. is phenomenal. I lied. No, I like this. I like this one here too. I liked the effect that they put on her voice, but I thought that her vocals were mixed too upfront. Really. Well, they just, it, I think maybe compared to the last track of how vocals were left, that it felt inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just because of the effects that were, I think it was some sort of chorusing or phasing that they were doing that just, it made it seem louder than it than it needed to be. Com- or maybe all the other instrumentation was too quiet. I don't know. There's something about it that just seemed not balanced to me. Sure. I would agree with that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, last track, Your Long Journey, eh. It was good. Um, Fine. It was a rec. It was an ending to the record. It ended the um, record, yes. I it was another slow cut. The, yeah, your Long Journey, yeah, it was a long journey to finish this record. Um, this I felt like this was the most country-esque song. Yeah. And I hope I'm not saying that just because I think this is the only song where they mention God. <laughs> um, I liked... I. I don't know if it was harp or they just had a lot of strings, but there's this big 
um, broken cord, glissando. There's a big glissando at the end that kind of wrapped everything up. I think the track still needed something like a driving bridge or, or something, but I thought overall it was a good ending. Yeah. Um, eh, I didn't really dig it. It could have been better. It was good, not great. That's what yeah. I'll say. I will, uh, you know, Nikki, I will say sitting here talking with you about this record has made me like it a bit more. Good, because it's not a bad record. No, Andy. it's not a bad record. It's better than Time Out of Mind. It is. You've talked me up. I was originally going to give See, it... See, you usually do that to me, or you make me go bring my score down, but I... See, I'm an influencer too, Andy. <laughs> I can bring you up. Sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you want to... Closing thoughts? Sure. Yeah. I really... I, I liked the record. I did not expect to like it as much as I did. Um, when Andy, you texted me today saying, um, I'm really excited to be doing this... I said I'm glad to be doing yeah. this one in first. I don't know what that meant. Um, I thought it meant, God, this record's going to be fucking awful. Um, and you were wrong. My expectations were were exceeded. I, I think I texted you that when I was like three songs in. Oh, you listened to it today? Yeah. Okay. I also listened to it today. Yeah, don't, don't fucking give me shade for I that. I wasn't giving you shade. Um, I think that this record furthered my appreciation for country music, Americana, bluegrass, folk rock. Um, I, I'm privy to those to those sounds, to, to certain artists there, but, you know, it's not my main. Um, excuse me. You're dying today. I'm not dying. I'm just sweaty, okay? I don't know how to make the studio cold. Um, uh, but, so yeah, I really liked it. And uh, both vocalists, in my opinion, they both came with strong performances. Sure. I thought that... Especially Krauss, who I'm not familiar with. I'm not familiar with Plant either, but um, I, I thought them, them both to be really great. Um, sometimes, instrumentally, the record was inconsistent, but overall, I enjoyed the sound. And that is why, Andy, I'm giving it a 30... Uh, sorry, a 47. A 47? Out of 63. Okay, that's much higher than me. Uh, originally, I was going to give this record a 16. Bro! But... You know that's wrong. Yeah, sitting here talking with it about you, I've gone upwards slightly to a 25. I'll tell... All right. Uh, that's a can you do the math nine. on that? Because I don't have a calculator. Um, what was the score? 47.25. 47 plus 25 equals 72 divided by 2 equals 36. 36. Oh, I think 36. that's... I'll get, I'll, yeah. 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 I, you know, I like how you think that R2 scores average up to what you think the record actually is. Yeah. Which gives the implication that we both are giving scores that are not accurate. I mean, I just think. not even, Well, not accurate, but just that like, I'm too nice and you're too harsh. Or in some weeks it's the opposite. Some weeks it is the opposite. Either way, we're, we're. We're always overshooting. Sure. <laughs> uh, that does put it... Let's see. It puts it right between the 32.5s, so back on the block, and Miseducation, and Double Fantasy and Faith. So it's right between those. Okay. Which, you know, if you're keeping track at home, yeah, I'll take it. Is, any, is anyone keeping track at home? Let us know in the comments section below. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh, at the Grammy Boys at Twitter. Uh, before we forget, Nikki. What? Uh, do you want us to do what we're before we switch to what we're talking Should about? We talk let's about... just pick something for next week. Oh, am I? Is this my turn? It is your turn. Thank God. I feel like I'm not. You literally picked last week's. I don't think so. 
You can say that, but I don't think you're correct. You said, hey, this is the jazz album. We'll have Zach on for this. Okay, that, but that wasn't me. That was because it was a guest episode. Tech, th- theoretically speaking, although he did not know he was going to be doing this album, Zach decided the record. Um, <laughs> uh, on today's episode of Is Andy Tired of My Shit Yet? Um, we're, we're still doing 70s, 60s. We can do whatever. I think we've carved out enough of a... Can we do like a? Well, let me just look at. Just don't do like something like super new. Different sound. Sorry. We do have a few no-no years still. I mean, a few. I'm just gonna say something, and then you tell me if we can do it. All right. Um, I want to give you something good, Andy. I want you to like me again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna save that. Um, we're gonna go back down. I'm gonna pick something from. We have a lot of no-no years in the 70s. In the 70s? And in the 60s, the still. 60s. Well, we're doing the 60s in, like, the next five, once September hits. I'm gonna do... I want... Let's do, um... Yeah, I'll do that one. Where did I see it? Yes. Is it this one? Yeah, why not? Um, I want to do 1997. 1997? 1997's winner... Falling Into You by Celine Dion. Interesting. I feel like that's a good... Um, I feel like we've been in like a very like folky lane lately. Yeah, rock, the past... Yeah. Rock-focused country. Um, so here's pure pop music. Pure Celine. Um, is any of it in French? Because I know she's like Canadian. doesn't look like it. It's an English album. Um, Thank God. It's her fourth English language studio album. Well, Celine Dion is known for having both English only and French only albums. Okay. So I actually, I think the first record I listened to her was a French album. That um, it was Encore, Encore Un Soir. Um, yeah, good Soir. enough. I can't good swear. enough. I'm sorry, the French. Don't apologize to them. <laughs> anyway. You know, her lost, she had a residency in Las Vegas for, like, forever. Interesting. Anyway, moving wow. into what we listened to this week. I know it's been two days since the I, last episode. I've actually listened to a lot since we talked, um, but most of it is the things that we were talking about, things that we we're going to listen yeah. to. Yeah. Um, let me just go to my list, my log. Jesus Christ. What? That's a lot. I'm at 113. Are you still have it organized by month? Yeah, this is organized by month. What's um, the yellow one? Yellow is July. Oh, this like neon yellow. Yeah, that's my one hundredth listen. Ah. So my for the listeners, my one hundredth listen was Cinema by the Marias. Hmm. Um, I think I mentioned that. How? No, I mentioned that. I don't know. Podcast. I don't think so. Anyway, what? What oh. was the question? Uh, how much what? Which? How much of that is just stuff we've been doing for this? Oh, let's check. Um, I have a, I have a category. I mean, I know it's like 29, so. Yeah. Well, I have, compared to everything else, um, I have a category for how I found it and yours is, for the podcast, it's always the same, which is Andy slash Grammys. And I also have some that just say Andy, um, or Twitter. Um, Andy, you've recommended me a lot. Yeah, Um, do that. Good amount. I don't know how often you take notes of what I say at the end of this. I, I added a lot, but I sometimes I just never get around to yeah, it. I know. But I do listen to some of the things, like, I'd say like a ratio of 1 to 10. 
This is it. We'll see what Hey, sticks. it's better than 1 to 20, which is some people. Well, some people, it's just zero. I just, I just forget. Um, I, get, I have some recommendations from Fantano. You're, I will, yep, okay. Um, so Andy slash Grammys is... Andy, Andy slash Grammys, I think, is the most. But um, if I were to kind of check this, I would say that I get probably... From this year, maybe, including you, like, it would be on par with you plus recommendations from other friends mm-hmm. or other artists. So, like, one-to-one yeah. contact. Um, I, I have a big, bulky amount from just, I wrote Apple Music. Because, like, every Friday I'll look at their new music, just see what's, like, the 20 records that they write, that they are paid to, that they, that they get paid to show off. Um, and then I have a, I have a good chunk from Fantano. I'm sorry okay. to say. Uh, <laughs> How dare. Um, yeah, I think those are the big, big categories. Um, there's one that is just a pure question mark. So regardless, uh, what are you listening to since the last time? Yes. So, well, yeah, it's actually just the three records I was talking about last week. Go nuts. But I will say, Sinner Get Ready, Lingua Ignota. Beautiful record. Andy, you listen to it. Listen to Zach said he listened to it. He started getting into it. He said he kind of liked it. Um, he also listened to Laura Stevenson. He really liked that one. Yeah, uh, because we'll, I'll talk about yeah. that in a second. And then the Barbara Streisand released me too. Really great. I thought that was really good. Um, I really don't know what how else to say what else to say other than what I said last week. But I knew that I would like them, and I did. Um, and that's not bias coming into it. It's because it was a good record. Um, yeah, so those are very, very different areas. Cinder Get Ready, Barbara Streisand, and, uh, singer-songwriter Laura Stevenson. Um, so if that doesn't tell you enough about me, then there you go. Um, I really liked it. It was good. Thanks so much. Uh, Andy, what have you been listening to? Uh, I it's pretty much the same. All the stuff I listened to. Uh, last week, or said I was listening to a few days ago. We're ending up. We don't worry. We're ending soon. <laughs> Nikki is dying of sweat. I'm just sweaty. I'm just don't mind. Uh, but yeah, I uh, listened to the Laura Stevenson record a lot the what past did, few what days. What did you think of it? I think it's her best one yet. Really? Yeah, I like it a lot more than uh, the Big Freeze. Really? Yeah. I now, Andy. I did. I did like it, but I didn't. I think I'm. I am. Not as satisfied. Really? You know probably why that is? Is just because this one's a lot more rock-ish. Sure. A little less folky. Well, th- well, no, here's the thing, Andy. Um, I love the first track, State. The first track That's is That's intense. I, th- I wish the rest of the record was like that. I think... The, I, well, no, I'll tell you there's why. There's one song on it, Wretch, that I really, really that love. There's some good highlights. Here's, the, here's my issue with it, Andy, is that... The songs that I kept coming back to on the Big Freeze, you know, my favorite mm-hmm. off that record was "Low Slow." Yeah. Because of not only it has it's a slow burner, but the but when she hits that high note towards the end, and when she starts just like going off the po- when the poetry is over and she's just like giving it her all, I thought it was just super intimate and and powerful and passionate, and I got that same feeling on state, but I didn't get those. Like feelings, I think just I think vocally, I needed more from her I on certain tracks. Disagree. Okay, we can I, disagree. I mean, I don't know. I think this is her best record yet. Uh, did you ever listen to her first record? Sit no. Resist. No. Uh, that's 
I think it's a little more similar to that, maybe. Uh, but what eh. did you think of the last track? Which I on on the self titled. I don't know if I have an opinion of that yet, just because it's the last track, so I get okay. to it. I don't. I think I've only listened to that one it, like one or two times. It was a weird closer for me, but I I feel like it makes sense from her perspective. Uh, nice. But yeah. Uh, that's probably the one I've listened to the most. Catbite, I did listen to her new the new record. Uh, very good, as predicted. It's only thirty minutes, so you should probably if you put that on when you're doing something, give it a little dance. It it's a little less ska heavy, which yeah. I found interesting. Uh, you can, pro- but you know, it's, it's still ska. It's still good. I didn't actually get a chance to listen to Kississippi yet. Uh, Who was that? That's Mood Ring. Okay. The album Mood Ring by Kississippi. Oh, okay. okay. We love band names. Okay. Uh, but I'll, I'm sure it's fine or I'll, I'll let you know next week maybe, or maybe I'll forget because I found something else, but I will listen to it. Uh, one thing I do want to bring up real, real quick okay. because Jameson actually recommended me this. Hi Jameson. Uh, he said, you might like this and if the website would, or if Spotify would load, I would love to, the sloppy boys. Is that what they're called? That's what they're called. It's a weird kind of like... I would compare them to the Aquabats, but not Ska, I guess. Uh, yeah, they're just weird kind of rock group. He definitely He's like, yeah, I think you might like this. And I was like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, their, tra- their most popular song, Here for the Beer, uh, off their Lifelong Vacation album, is pretty good. Uh, you know, if you're into a lot of the weirder stuff I recommend, give that a shot. Mm-hmm. And as always, wait, I want to look it up. All right, uh, but I want to end the episode and drink more water. What's it called? The Sloppy Boys. And as always, you can follow this podcast on Twitter at the Grammy Boys. You can follow Nikki on Instagram and Twitter at Nikki Kulai, even though he doesn't look at it anymore. Sometimes. Uh, you can follow this podcast wherever fine podcasts are sold. Give us a five star review on Apple Music and maybe a follow on Spotify. And that's about it. Hey, you know what you guys should give Laura Stevenson a Grammy. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah.